My name's Dave Nordman, executive editor of the Telegram Gazette. Uh, joined on this Voice of Business by Tim Murray, president and CEO of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. Welcome, Tim. Good to be here, Dave. Uh, lots, uh, lots going on with the with the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, there is. Uh, but before we we jump in on that, I want to thank you know Fidelity Bank for being the sponsor of the Voice of Business as well as the Telegram for uh, helping us with this opening segment. But yeah, a lot going on. We just came back from our Worcester goes to Washington. Off the air, we we're talking, uh, you know, talking a little bit about politics, and uh, you guys have certainly uh, put some miles on the. Uh, Miles on the car, so to speak. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Worcester Goes to Washington was a program that the chamber ran for years, back uh, dating back to when Bill Short was the president and CEO and Kevin O'Sullivan was the government affairs public policy uh, vice president at the chamber. And it's something that uh, I wanted to bring back because I think it's important for a variety of reasons. And we were able to kick the program off back in June. But uh, on Thursday, November 4th, we had 60 of our members, business owners, uh, uh, as well as uh, company leaders and, and local institutional leaders. We had four college presidents go. But 60 of us went down to Washington, D.C. and met with a number of uh, elected and appointed officials who spoke at our event. And uh, we capped it off with a little social reception with Larry Lacchino doing some Q&A. But really... Yeah, a- some, some, some big uh, big names, heavy hitters, uh, influencers, um, some of the folks that were there. Yeah, no, that, that, that that's right. I think, you know, their idea was, look, we want to make sure that Central Mass is on the radio our screen of our decision makers uh, and renew contacts and, and and make new ones. But we kicked off today with Congressman McGovern, who chairs the Rules Committee. Uh, we also had Congresswoman Lori Trahan. Uh, we had uh, Chairman Richie Neal, who's the chair of the Ways and Means Committee. Uh, Republican of uh, uh, Republican Congressman from Oklahoma, Tom Cole, who is the minority leader on the Rules Committee with Jim McGovern, Senator Ed Markey. And uh, just to name a few, who came and spoke and then answered questions. And it was really, Dave, kind of an interesting day because little did we know November 4th would be like the day before they passed the infrastructure bill. And literally, as each speaker was coming in, we were getting updated exactly as to where things stood. And we were really worried whether people were able to make it at all because. Jim's, Jim McGovern's committee was meeting, uh, and 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 votes were being uh, sought and, and recruited, and and different members of the mass delegation were playing roles. Yeah, it's in exciting. That. I mean, it, it, you you can kind of see the perspiration and the uh, and the excitement, and uh, to be right in the thick of it. You know, of course, you know you're on one hand, you know, um, kind of wondering if if uh, somebody's going to step to the podium. At the on the other hand, you know, um, the uh, the you know, like you said, 60 professionals that made the trip down really had a chance to experience government working uh, firsthand. Yeah, and we want to thank Fallon Health, uh, AMR, um, Vital Ambulance locally, uh, and HECMA, which is the Higher Ed Consortium of Central Mass for sponsoring the event. But it was timely, and, you know, the, the infrastructure bill has passed, and there's going to be significant dollars for a lot of important uh, projects uh, and initiatives that uh, many of our members are going to play a role in. in, in, in uh, yeah, and, you know, I, I do want to talk about, um, you know, what, you know, this infrastructure bill means for Central Massachusetts and Worcester. But just to kind of back up, um, you know, you have all of, you mentioned uh, Representative McGovern and Neil and uh, Trahan and, um, and Tom Cole, but Larry Lucchino, uh speaking at the reception that night and taking Q&As, you know, obviously representing uh, the Worcester Red Sox and the city, uh, no really better represent 
representative and uh, and delivering uh, quite a great message. Yeah, and one of the things we did, we invited you know people who are from Central Massachusetts, people who are doing business or investing in Central Massachusetts in the D.C. area, people that work in the administration uh, or previously you know work maybe. For, uh, so we're really trying to make this kind of a Worcester Central Mass event towards networking. But the Red Sox, Worcester Red Sox, have generated a lot of excitement. And, and so- Larry is a he's it's just a unique situation because obviously those who know sports know that he was obviously he was front and center in Baltimore, DC. You've got now he's in Worcester, somebody who maybe four or five years ago uh, wouldn't be able to find Worcester with a map. And now he's like very invested here, you know, involved in the Washington, you know, political and, and business development in the Baltimore area. So just kind of a like probably what like one of those perfect situations for you. Yeah, it really did come together. You know, the only uh, cancellation we had was uh, Alicia Molt West, who uh, is a local Holy Cross grad who works in the Biden administration on this, the administration's point person to work with the legislature. And literally, as they were trying to count votes, uh, she, she was unable to make it. But we had an action-packed day, so everyone probably was happy. At least they got a breather for a little while. But uh, we'll get Alicia for our next visit. But it was it was pretty pretty good day all around. No, that's great. And kind of, uh, you mentioned it, but you know what the infrastructure bill means for Central Mass and Worcester. Obviously, having uh, been there, done that, and being on the inside of government, um, you know, you probably have some some insight there. Yeah, well, I'll just give you an example. You know, Congresswoman Lori Trahan joked that 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 uh, some of her colleagues jokingly refer to her as the sewage lady because <laughs> because she come, represents Lowell and Lawrence, similar to Worcester, combined sewer overflow having antiquated infrastructure under the ground is not only a, 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 a economic issue for cities and towns in terms of having to, but also an environmental issue. If these pipes aren't doing what they're supposed to do, they're breaking, they're leaking, uh, flowing into, in her instance, the Merrimack River, or in our case, it's Lake Quinsigamond, those are costs. And, and traditionally, back in the 70s, the federal government did 80% reimbursement. That ended in the 80s. And um, now cities and towns have to spend majority of the money to, to upgrade these water and sewer pipes. In Worcester, 30% of our sewer pipes are over 100 years old. So with federal infrastructure money coming, we'll be able to address a lot of those issues without having to exponentially increase the rates on water and sewer users, which are both businesses and homeowners. So that's where this type of thing matters. And we talk about broadband and access. We talk about cleaning up brownfields. You know, we talk about our roads and bridges. This infrastructure bill is going to help address yeah, and a I lot think, of those I think things. People, uh, I think people hear the word infrastructure, and they immediately probably think of um, bridges and roads. But as you explained, it's much more than just bridges and roads, and um, especially in central Massachusetts and Worcester. Right. Um, Not just bridges and road, but this water and sewer. We've had a very long discussion, and COVID has revealed these disparities in terms of connectivity. You would argue today, I think very uh, credibly, that the new types of infrastructure is broadband and fiber optic cable because businesses or kids at home can't connect with their education. So that's also a new infrastructure provided for in this bill. Yeah, and obviously my next question uh, that I had written down is why is this important? You've clearly said you know, it's important 
because of, of you know, of all the... Uh, right. Yeah. We, and we talk about commuter rail. Yeah. Well, this is an opportunity to have Connect Boston to Worcester to Springfield and down to New York or other points in, in Amtrak. Uh, so a lot of opportunities here. And by having Chamber down there, meeting with the elected officials, meeting with the staffs, we can, you know, do everything we can to make sure we're making our case for our fair share. Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, and it's, I guess... Connecting the dots, people hear infrastructure, they hear it's past, and they immediately or maybe not immediately think, you know, what does this mean for my town, my neighborhood, you know, the places the places I visit and frequent. And sometimes they don't think that money's ever going to trickle down that far, but clearly it does. It will, because some of this money will go directly to the state, which will then distribute. Others will be direct uh, allocations to cities and towns, similar to the how other uh, bills have been done in the past. And then there'll be, I'm sure, competitive grant opportunities too. So we're going to do everything we can to get this information as quickly as it comes, get it out to our members, work with our elected and appointed officials on, on where some of the priorities should be locally, and uh, you know we think it's going to be a great opportunity. It was great to be there right when all this and was that's, happening. That's that's a tough nickname to have as the sewer lady, though. That's <laughs> yeah, a tough but, one. But you know, it's it's <laughs> hey, it's not sexy, right? And it's yeah. not going to get a lot of clicks and things on, ed, on on headlines. But it's a substantive, important, both yeah. environmental and, and economic justice issue. And we need elected officials that are not just going to look for the things that get them the the most uh, clicks on social right. media, but going to move an issue that's important. And I give uh, Congresswoman Trahan a lot of credit for staying on. Absolutely, and uh, kind of switching the uh, switching the agenda from uh, from the past to the future, uh, and uh, talk a little bit about the event happening this Friday. Yeah, well, Thursday is is, is Veterans Day. Tomorrow's Veterans Day, and so this Friday we're having a tri chamber networking event that we do together with the Marlboro Regional Chamber of Commerce and the Metro West Chamber, and so. It's going to be at the American Heritage Museum in Hudson. And if you haven't been to that, I would ask the, the listeners, go online. This is like a Smithsonian type of museum, which uh, tells the story of, 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 of the equipment that many of our men and women over the generations have used uh, in, in defending the country. Uh, and where any veterans are, are free, are, are able to go free. People can go on to WorcesterChamber.org uh, to, to, to register. We have a World War II vet, uh, Alfred Consigli, who's going to speak, as well as an author um, who's uh, called The Rifle about the M1, which was the, the rifle that so many of the, the men and women in World War One and, excuse me, World War II in Korea carried. So uh, an Iraq, Afghanistan vet has written a book about it called The Rifle, Anthony, Andrew Biggio, and he's going to speak as well. And free to veterans and those who don't want, uh, aren't veterans can go on to the uh, Worcester Chamber website to That's sign great. up. That's right. That's right. So uh, another uh, another event coming up uh, next week, uh, I believe next Wednesday. Uh, yeah, uh, another uh, um, uh, partnership with some other chambers up in North County. We're going to be working with the uh, uh, Chamber of Central Mass, uh, North Central Chamber, the Greater Gardner Chamber, the Corridor 9, 495, and Neshoba and North Quabbin Chamber. Uh, it's going to be up at Great, Great Wolf Lodge on Wednesday, November 17th from 4.30 to 7. So a chance for some – a lot of business is done business to business, not direct to consumers. So these are uh, opportunities for our members to kind of expand their horizons. Again, people can go to the website as well to, to register for that one. That's great. So you got the, the Tri-Chamber event happening um, Friday. At the, yeah, Friday, Friday at the American Heritage Museum in Hudson. 4 to 7 p.m. And then uh, next week, next Wednesday, at Great Wolf Lodge in Fitchburg. And if you haven't been there, uh, a great, uh, great venue. And that's with the uh, five other chambers, uh, North Central Mass, Gardner, Corridor 9, uh, both 
both events. You can go to uh, WorcesterChamber.org and, right. and sign up. Uh, which brings us to our uh, our last. We're less than a month away from our uh, from your 146th annual meeting. Yes, uh, 146th annual meeting. We're thrilled that Lieutenant Governor Karen Polito will be our keynote, and that's uh, going to be on on Friday, December 3rd at 11:30 till till about 1:30. So usually we have 800 people that get together, or close to 800 people. Um, getting together for that event, and we're, we're really looking forward to it, our biggest event of the year, along with the Women's Conference. Lots, uh, lots going on in the past, lots going on in the future. Uh, Tim, uh, always a pleasure. Um, thank you and the, uh, the Chamber, and uh, we'll do it again next week. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Tim.